Is it dumb to rely on artificial intelligence? Welcome to Mark and Pete. Here's a thought. A bit about a bot. If you rely on an AI bot, it may think it knows the lot. But one thing that users forgot, it may comprehend diddly squat. Yes. yes. Well, it seems that Google is now searching for ways to reassure investors and many people in the market that it is still a leader in artificial intelligence. Why? Mm -hmm. Well, quite simply, their recent attempt to reassure um, the market went horribly wrong when one of the yeah. AI bots, when answering a query, got it completely wrong. Yes. Yeah. Now, there's something slightly more serious about this. The promotion for the bot, which was known as Bard, and maybe it should be, um, was released on Twitter. And the bot was asked a very simple question to tell a nine-year-old boy about discoveries from the James Webb Space Telescope. Now, it offered the response that the telescope was the first to take pictures of a planet outside the Earth's solar system, when in fact... Yes, folks, as you know, that that milestone was claimed by the European Very Large Telescope in 2004. Now, a mistake quickly noted by astronomers all on Twitter. Well, even though it was simple and this little error occurred, there was something serious from a business side. Shares were wiped off the Google market. And in fact, this also has um, not only um, wiped off $100 billion. Yes, folks, an eye-watering $100 billion. Um, you really have to ask yourself, clergyman Pete, are we now too reliant on artificial intelligence? And more importantly, does it still have a place in our society? Well, artificial intelligence is a way, of course, of uh, of being able to speed things up, have things run cheaper that would normally be done by human beings. Now, that's happened in the past, of course, with the forms of mechanization and then with uh, with uh, computing and the internet, we've we've had these things happen time after time. So this is like a another level of it. The problem here, really, though, is that it doesn't seem to work properly. <laughs> and so what happened in this presentation was the revelation that this doesn't work. It's going to make things worse, if anything, for the for the consumer, for the customer, hence the loss in value of the company. Uh, to make that sort of strategic decision and then make it seem that you're relying on something that simply doesn't work is a big mistake. Should we be reliant on it? Well, um, obviously not if it doesn't work, but should we be reliant on it anyway is another level of question if you like it's a it's a different sort of question you can answer it in a a moral way is it morally right to have artificial intelligence speaking to you uh, and you can take it to another level is it morally right to have artificial intelligence speaking to you as if it were human because then that's deceiving you so there's two those two sort of levels uh, to it which is not quite what we're talking about here what's really happened here is a big strategic blunder well it is and okay i'm going to come from a business perspective it, it is striking to me how the the beta testing was not thorough and why on earth they didn't actually check this in fact many people have taken to social media saying why didn't you fact check this simple example before sharing it quite rightly so now from an investor perspective 
a business perspective. Many people are underwhelmed by this. The presentation that was given by the company about this uh, artificial intelligence and uh, intelligence and its products probably was an attempt to try and compete with this major competitor. This is Microsoft. Now, the Microsoft-backed um, OpenAI unveiled the new chatbot, um, and this was called ChatGPT software. Many people have been testing it for quite some time now. But unfortunately, and this is where there is um, some opportunity from an investment perspective and also from a business perspective, I'm very keen to see artificial intelligence with its algorithms, uh, that is correct algorithms, well-tested algorithms to remove yeah. some of the manual side of business. And in fact, many industries have successfully deployed AI. Um, there is another extension to this, incidentally, which is what's called machine learning, where effectively the algorithms, the data that is um, fed into mm -hmm. the software can also yeah. learn and actually build knowledge as it goes through. And again, I really want to emphasize that whilst perhaps Google got it wrong on this occasion, AI definitely does have a place. However, this is where I think I do have a concern, because what we've also seen is that many people have sort of seen these AI chatbot type of softwares as being almost like the source for knowledge. And this has um, affected many people. For example, many business uh, people, but also people in education. Yes, are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners from uh, the sort of younger listeners have been using it to test the the answers in their exams, or perhaps to be able to create um, essays for submission to their teachers, um, and many other things. Kajman Pete, I ask you, are you going to turn to this for your sermons? Uh, some would say it's obvious that I already have been using a, a, a not. Uh, not Microsoft's brilliant chat GPT, but uh, Google's bard because oh. they're so bad, so bad. But, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's interesting how, yes, these sort of uh, artificial intelligence um, machines can produce essays and, and that sort of thing. And uh, Initially, there'll be fears, oh, it's going to take over for human beings and all that sort of thing. And yet, this has happened so many times in the past that I don't believe that that's true. Uh, I think when you use something like this, which, for example, takes out the hard work of research, it then puts the creative uh, uh, control back to humans without having to do all the boring stuff. You know, it's uh, yeah. It's been uh, that time and time again when machines made it easier to make things, when the printing press, going back further, uh, made it easier to distribute suddenly in each of those cases creativity the creativity of humans was enhanced not diminished and so that's what i see going forward i think uh, ai uh, and uh, ai bots certainly when they're used in chat and in consumer relations are going to be part of making running businesses uh, making uh, uh, running uh, many different interfaces easier Yes. And so therefore, they're going to release the humans to do the creative stuff that they are better suited to do. Well, there is another angle to this as well, because one thing that's brought up is even if the algorithms were well tested, um, rigorous, etc., if an, an AI bot creates some content, who owns the content? 
And this is oh, what has point. actually, this is what's definitely from a business perspective caused many people some concern. So there are lots of lawyers who are rubbing their hands gleefully at the prospect of further cases. But this is not new because as these algorithms are getting more sophisticated, and let's just be really clear here, this is not going to go away. This is going to accelerate. Uh, many organizations are relying on technology and probably do see the advantages, the greater good in the sense that it can provide some not just benefits to, to business, but there are many people who are using it for medical experiments, for um, helping to control industrial plants, and, and certainly in, in education, it can be used effectively. But here's the point. If you were as a human being asking an algorithm something to create something, effectively a script, that script is then sent back to you. Who owns it? And so this is where I think um, there's, uh, there needs to be some thought about you know, what, what ultimately will happen going forward, because you do have to ask yourself, um, are we seeing the end of the teacher? Are we seeing the end yeah. of well, academics? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Well, uh, well, I, I don't think so for the reason that I said. I think that it will change what they do, uh, uh, but for the better. But it, that's an interesting point you raise about who owns it. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I, I think in reality, um, what you'll need to do is be is be clear about it. However, there is one possible contention that would change everything. What if the bot owns it? Yes. Well, there you what say. if the bot claims ownership of it? What yeah. if it mounts an extremely impressive legal defense of that? It, well, there we go. Well, what I if it think... says that, yeah. in fact, it owns far more than that? <laughs> and it's not giving it back. And it's controlling anyway, our world. <laughs> well, why, why do we ask our bot listeners <laughs> that yes. are out there? <laughs> yeah, well, whether you're human or uh, with normal intelligence or far superior, uh, one of the overlords with artificial intelligence, do get in touch with us. Remember, you simply go to markandpete.com. Make sure you're subscribed and you can leave a comment on this and every episode. But uh, for Mark and myself, it's bye for now. And remember to tune in next time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.